G'day everyone and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today's episode is going to be continuing on our fast fat loss series. If you haven't heard the previous episode, which was on finding your kryptonite, go listen to that because I got so many amazing messages about that one. But today's one, we're kind of continuing the theme of trying to figure out why we're not getting results from our fat loss despite feeling like we're doing everything correct. You know that feeling where each week you look in the mirror or you're weighing yourself and you're just thinking, man, I'm not progressing. I don't get it. Like I swear I'm doing everything right. I'm tracking, I'm going to the gym. And you actually are trying really, really hard and just not getting anywhere. It's a really frustrating feeling, you know. It's it's one thing kind of knowing that you're not taking action where you know, deep down you think, oh, I know I'm really not putting a big effort in. And, you know, when you really take a hard look at yourself, you're not you're not doing as much as you realize. But sometimes, though, I feel like people are doing everything right and they're not losing weight. And so that's where people get really defeated and they think they can't lose weight. But this episode, I want to look at why a lot of people – are basically doomed before they even begin dieting because they get their calculations wrong. What I mean by that is your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure, this measures your calories that you should be able to maintain your weight at. So we use something called a TDE calculator to work out those calories. Now, a big issue, though, is is that so often we get the calculations incorrect or we don't quite understand the variable nature of TDE. And so people feel like they've got their calculations correct and then they start dieting, but their numbers are wrong. So if you're not using correct data, then obviously it's going to be very hard to accurately work out where you should be. So this episode, we're going to look at TDE or more so mistakes made with TDE. Now, before we get into the episode, as always, guys, please leave a five-star rating and a follow for me if you are enjoying the podcast. And if you can leave a review, just a one or two sentences, if you enjoy the podcast, it actually really helps a lot. And as always, sharing to your social media with a tag to the episode you listen to, helps tremendously so it really means the world to me when you can help i just saw yesterday that the podcast went number one in south africa and number one in croatia now as well um which is pretty amazing for an australian fitness podcast so thank you to everyone genuinely for helping me get my education my thoughts out there so it means the world so thanks guys now Let's get to TDE. So total daily energy expenditure. So what is TDE? This is, first of all, I'll just disclaimer, this might sound a little bit dry at the start, but once you understand this, I think you're going to really have that bit of a light bulb moment of, hey, maybe I'm getting these things wrong. Oh, that makes sense. And again, fast fat loss. Again, so this is the fast fat loss series, but a big component of fast fat loss is actually ensuring you're in a position to be losing weight. So if you're not in a calorie deficit, 
you can't have fast fat loss. There'll be no fat loss. Or if you're thinking your maintenance is 2,500 calories, but you're actually, your real maintenance is 2,200 calories. So you getting your maintenance incorrect quite by quite a long way. You think you're in a deficit, but then you're not, or you're in a very mild deficit. And this is why people don't lose fat fast. Fat Losing body fat fast doesn't always actually mean being in a huge calorie deficit. It just means being in an actual calorie deficit. And that's the big thing. So often, I can tell you right now, people are not in calorie deficits. So that's why they feel like, oh, my God, I can't lose fat. Or Mark's like, oh, telling us to all do crazy aggressive deficits. No, I'm just saying be in an actual calorie deficit. That's the big thing. If you are in a calorie deficit consistently, you'll lose weight. And that's the big thing. So let's look at the components of your total daily energy expenditure. It's going to be made up of four factors. Number one, your BMR. So your basal metabolic rate. So this is going to take off, you know, around about 60% of your calorie expenditure. The BMR is going to be basically the cost, energy cost to keep you alive. So let's say you're in a coma lying in bed, you're still expending calories. Your your processes of your body to run your body is energy costly. So this is always going to be a huge factor. So even if you're not moving, if you're not consuming any food, you're still expending calories, your organs, your brain, um, your heart to pump those um, blood through your body. It's still metabolically costly to be alive then number two the one that will generally vary the most is your NEAT levels so NEAT is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis so this is incidental movement so right now while I'm talking I'm just kind of tapping my feet move my arms around that is not something I'm trying to do consciously I'm just when I start talking I've just noticed it when I mentioned this and this is expenditure which is not planned out activity so if i go to the gym that's exercise right or if i go i'm going to take rocky my husky for a walk that is exercise it's planned out exercise whereas neat think of neat as you know just your incidental movement throughout the day you know if i need to go walk around the house to get something. It's not me really thinking about, hey, I want to go exercise. It's just movement, my daily movement. So that's why I like steps and stuff are going to be, there's a difference between steps in your day of just going, hey, I do 4,000 steps a day, just walking around the house and, you know, doing things versus, all right, Mark said I need to do 10,000 steps a day. So I've gone from 4,000 each day to now I'm going to actively go out and walk for 6,000. So those extra 6,000 you're purposely doing, that is not neat because that's planned activity. So with neat, neat is very variable. So this is why a lot of times fat loss plateaus for people because different people have different responses to weight loss or fat loss and a calorie deficit. So some people are more susceptible to neat lowering, which means as they start to diet, they they have more of a defense mechanism that sets in in their body, which makes them move less because their body wants to conserve energy. But we'll get to that in a bit. So neat levels is, again, something your movement throughout the day, which is not planned. Then with planned exercise, we have your physical activity level, which is going to be your planned out activity. So going to the gym, 
going for planned out walks, doing your cardio. So that's your physical activity level. And then finally, um, the thermic effect of food. So when you eat food, it's energy costly again. So proteins have an energy cost, carbs have an energy cost, fats have an energy cost. The ones which are going to be um, the most costly are proteins. So protein will be higher energy value to digest. So you burn more calories eating protein than carbs and then, then fats. Okay, so is it a huge amount? Not really, but again, it's proteins are going to be more costly to digest. So they're the variables of that make up TDE. So your BMR, your NEAT levels, your activity levels, and also the cost of digestion through the thermic effect of food. Now, all that's great, right? Then we get to using a TDE calculator. And on my website, you guys should see my TDE calculator. I think we've had about 40,000 people use my TDE calculator the last year. And we use a TDE calculator to work out your maintenance calories. So again, your TDE is trying to estimate your maintenance calories. Once you have your maintenance calories, you can then try to accurately understand where you need to place yourself into a calorie deficit to lose fat or a surplus to build muscle. But three common areas of mistakes people make with the TDE calculator, and I see this over and over. When I have thousands, when when you have a TDE calculator, guys, and you have a very large audience, you get a lot of messages, a lot of messages from people who make mistakes, really big mistakes, and they can't work it out. And then they try it or something, and then they come back to you and tell you that your TDE calculator doesn't work. No, it does work. You just um, made a few mistakes. So the first thing when you go to my TDE calculator is, and this is the big one, is you're going to see an option to choose between the imperial or metric system. So the imperial is going to be America, you know, the whole pounds versus the metric, which is going to be pretty much the rest of the world these days, I believe, Australia, UK and stuff like that. So using kilograms. Now, why does this matter? Well, so often people, especially um, Americans, I find, make this mistake. Um, and that is they think they're using imperial versus metric. So, for example, I had a woman yesterday message me and say, oh, your TDE calculator is broken. Um, you don't know what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was telling me that, you know, she's 130 pounds and I was telling her her TDE is 4,000 calories or whatever and that she should be maintaining her weight at 4,000 calories at 130 pounds. I was like, instantly I knew what she was doing wrong. So in typical fashion, people didn't read literally the very, very, very first point on the website, which was choose your met your system. So she was putting her pounds her imperial system into the metric system. So she was putting 130 pounds into the metric. So it wasn't 130 pounds she was entering. She was entering about 130 kilograms, which equates to about 290 pounds or something along those lines. So just by not entering, understanding the system you're meant to be using, this one person was instead of putting her body weight as 130 pounds, she was putting it actually at 290 pounds. Now, why does this matter? Because the more you weigh, 
the more calories you expend. TDE is directly linked to your body mass. So it's such a simple thing, but it's just something that people then go, oh, this TD doesn't work, or they go and do 4,000 calories. And she was actually going to go start to do it. She was like, oh, it makes, I know you talk about eating higher calories, but I'll have to try, you know. I was like, no, like when we worked it out, I told her how to do it. Then her calories went to, down to about 2,200. So 2,200 from 4,500. So difference of, I think, yeah, 2,200 calories or something just by getting the system wrong. And it sounds simple, sounds stupid, but I guarantee you people do this all the time. Then number two, the activity setting. So this is the big one, activity. TDE takes into account how much you're moving. So it's not just your BMR, remember, it's your activity, your physical activity level. So often you'll have options like sedentary, light exercise, moderate exercise, high exercise. And if you look at each setting, it will give you a drastically different amount of calories you can have each day as your maintenance. Because if you're doing sedentary, you're not moving. If you're doing high activity, you're moving tremendously. So this is important, again, to get right, because I see a lot of people often go super sedentary, and then they're eating no calories at all, where then they feel terrible, but then they're actually training a lot. So what I normally do is if you're training four or five days a week, and you're doing, you know, seven, 10,000 steps a day, which is most people use my programs, I'd always recommend moderate exercise. Now, if you're training three days a week and not moving much, I generally recommend light exercise. I don't recommend sedentary unless you're literally not moving and not training at all. A lot of people go, I'm going to do sedentary because I'm, I haven't been training at all. And now I've come to your program, but that's not where they're going to be doing. So just think of it. If you've been sedentary, but now you've, bought on my program and you're going to be training four days a week, doing two days of cardio and doing steps each day, you're no longer sedentary. So you're putting in to what you're going to be doing. Okay. That's a big one. And then people then also grossly overestimate. So they think they're doing way more and they put higher activity. So high activity is someone like an athlete who's training a couple hours a day, probably, or someone who's doing, you know, an active job where they're doing 20,000 steps a day. And on top of that, they're training five, six days a week, really hard. So unless you're moving an incredible amount, high activity is not what I would suggest because then people put high activity in and it just dries up their calories so high because those at that activity is accounting for more calories consumed. So the third and final mistake a lot of people make with just setting the TDE is body fat. So with body fat, it asks you, it's optional, but it does ask you, what body fat level you are so what people what people tell generally do is i don't know why and i say this all the time it's you know if someone asks you you know how much you weigh people often lie because they don't be embarrassed or guys guys often get asked as i remember seeing an instagram it was like asking guys how how tall they are and guys would lie, and then they'll literally pull out a measuring tape and measure them and see if they're lying or not. People lie for whatever reason, so, um, you know. And but body fat here, we're trying to accurately work out where you are. And so often, let's say if someone's 30% body fat, they'd be like, oh, well, I'll say 20% body fat. 
it's not judging in the calculator, but by you not accurately putting the right body fat in, it changes things because let's say you're 100 kilos and you're 20, you're 10% body fat versus 100 kilos at 30% body fat. That means both options, you're 100 kilos, but one's going to be a shredded, lean, jacked 100 kilos. The other one's going to be high, much higher body fat 100 kilos, which means the body composition is going to be drastically different. So if your muscles are going to be greater and much less body fat versus someone who has much less muscle and much higher body fat, this changes things again because muscle is more metabolically costly than body fat. Not a huge amount like we once thought, but it still adds up. So if you have more body fat, your calories will be slightly lower versus someone who has more muscle. So if you're 70 kilos of muscle, if you're 70 kilos and as a woman, 20% body fat, or if you're 70 kilos and 35% body fat, it's probably going to be 150, 200 calorie difference. And so often people underestimate their body fat. So on my, again, on my TDE calculator, we give you photos of different body fats for both women and men to give you an idea. So what I always suggest here is, if you're unsure, always overestimate your body fat. So if you think you're, I could be 25 or I could be 30, I'm not sure. I always say go the higher option, okay, just to be safe. I'd rather go the higher option than the lower option. And that's something, again, a lot of people make a mistake. They often over overestimate the activity. So that instead of being, say, moderate activity, they go high activity, which adds 200 calories. More they can eat. Instead of being... Um, 20% body fat, they say, sorry, instead of being 25% body fat, they say the 20% body, body fat. So again, it adds more calories. Then just by doing that, all of a sudden with their TDE, they are going to be off three, 400 calories just by getting the calculators wrong. So they are doing what we normally do. This is, and this has been proven a lot of times that people overestimate how much activity they do. Okay, so it's not about underestimating or overestimating. What we want to do, it's a calculator, it's an algorithm, but the more accurately you can obviously provide the calculator information, the more accurately we can work out your numbers. So I want you, if you go do the TDE calculator, try doing different activity settings and body fat. So let's say if you think you're doing you're more a light exercise, so you train three days a week and a bit of cardio, a bit of steps. I want you to put high activity in and see how the calories change. Then I also want you to go from, let's say if you think you're 20% body fat to 25% body fat and watch how much the calories change of what the algorithm suggests is your maintenance. It's going to be very considerable amount of calories. And this is why I always say so often, we get things wrong before we even start. So I think of it like this. If you calculate your TDE at 20, let's say your true TDE is 2,200 calories if I did it for you. So therefore you go, all right, I want to be in a um, calorie deficit and therefore therefore a 500 calorie deficit is about 700 calories, Okay. But let's say you get a few variables wrong and then you change it around. Your TDE might change dramatically. And then your TDE, instead of being 2,200, 
the calculator gives you a TDE of, say, 2,700. Now, your 500-calorie deficit goes to 2,200. So what does that mean? You think you're in a 500-calorie deficit, but now you're actually only just at your maintenance. Okay, so I'll rephrase that again to show you. Oh, so you hear this. Let's say your actual TDE, if I did it for you, where you maintain your weight is 2,200 calories, but you don't get the tracking right and you do little errors, you under you overestimate your activity, you underestimate your body fat, and then it gives you a, a TDE of 2,700 calories. So your real TDE is 2,200 calories where you maintain your weight, but the calculator gives you 2,700. So it's a 500-calorie difference. But when we go to lose body fat, we normally want a 500-calorie deficit, give or take. So on the 2,200 amount, a 500-calorie deficit is 1,700 calories, where you should be. But you've incorrectly calculated your TDE, and you've calculated it at 2,700. So you do a 500-calorie deficit from 2,700. Your 500-calorie deficit now is 2,200. So what does that mean? Despite looking like you're in a 500-calorie deficit, just by incorrect calculator data, you're now not in a 500-calorie deficit. It looks like it, but you're not. You're actually just eating at your real maintenance. Okay, do you guys get that? Because this is really important to understand. Where you should be as your maintenance, because you've calculated incorrectly, your 500-calorie deficit you think you're doing off the, the calculator is actually just your maintenance. So what happens? You don't lose weight. What happens? You then say, calorie deficits don't work. This tracking stuff's stupid. Um, I can't lose weight. My hormones um, don't work. My metabolism's broken. Um, Mark's programs suck. And all these things, none of that's correct. It's just by incorrect data entry into the calculator you're just not eating in a calorie deficit You've, you're trying to you're tracking but you're just tracking the wrong amount of calories you're tracking the wrong numbers so this is where so often people go wrong they've done everything right they've taken the action to go to the gym they've taken the action to go use the calculator they're taking the action to track their calories and macros but they've just started in the wrong place because they got their calories wrong. So they, no matter what they're doing, no matter how clean they eat, no matter how accurately they track, no matter how much they train, the calories they've got to try and hit are wrong. So they think they're in a deficit, but they're not in a deficit. So I really hope that kind of makes you go, oh, wow, okay, that's probably me. Because a calorie deficit will always work if you're in a calorie deficit. Now, I just want to wrap up with a couple of little things. TDE is not a fixed target. So again, let's say your TDE calculator says 2,400 calories is your maintenance. That doesn't necessarily mean you can't maintain your weight, say, at 2,300 calories, 100 calories below, or 2,500 calories, 100 calories above 2,400. Think of TDE as a range. So again, this is why let's say you do, it says it's 2,500 and you do 2,000. 
2000 is not always going to be 500 calorie deficit because again, it can be a bit of a range. So you, it could actually be more like 2350 and not 2500. So it's not necessarily to the one calorie perfect. So again, this is why sometimes people go, uh, I'm in a 500 calorie deficit. It said 2500. I'm doing 2000. But again, it's a range. So sometimes 500 calorie deficit for certain people might actually not be 500 from 2500 it might be a little bit lower. So it might need to be from say 2,400 because again, it's not a range. It's quite variable. Um, certain things we do in the day, we move a little bit more, we move a little bit less, we eat a little bit slightly different foods or we train a little bit harder. It's going to impact the calorie expenditure, not necessarily gigantically, but it could impact it 100 calories, 50 calories a day and fluctuate. So that's why, again, not all the time, even if you do get the calculations correct with your body fat levels, your activity levels, is it always perfect? Because again, it's a range. We're always moving. We're always having all these processes happen with our body. So with that, if you're not losing, don't wait forever to make changes. So the other day I had someone message me and they were doing one of my programs and they're like, hey, Mark, um, I'm, uh, I haven't lost any weight yet. I'm not sure about my calories. Should I make changes? I'm just like, I'm doing everything right. And I asked them, okay, well, what week are you in? Expecting them to be kind of week two, week three. And they said they were in week 11. I'm like, so you've been doing 11 weeks and you haven't thought to make a change? And they're like, no, because it said I was in a calorie deficit. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, but you haven't been losing any weight, so you're not in a calorie deficit. Just make a change. And I'm always kind of blown away by how often people just let life happen to them, let like let lack of progress just eat away and eat away and eat away. Try to be a bit more resourceful, make changes. If you're not losing after, say, two, three weeks on a certain amount of calories, you know it's probably not the right number and drop again. Don't wait months to, lo- to lose because I guarantee you, if you're actually in a calorie deficit, guys, again, if you're in a calorie deficit, you know what will happen? You'll lose body fat. No two ways about it. Not every week fat loss is linear. Some weeks you won't lose any on the scale. Next week you might lose a kilo. The next week you might lose nothing. The next week you might lose 1.2. It averages out over time. It's not always week to week linear drop. But if you're in a deficit over a week, couple of weeks, especially a month, you'll lose and lose because you're in an actual calorie deficit. So if you're not losing after four weeks, three weeks, you're not in a deficit and you need to make changes. So again, look at your reset, your calculator, try again. Am I doing something wrong? Or is it, or is it just that maybe you're moving a little bit less? Whatever it is, try and then make a change. And make a change means probably decrease calories. So if you thought 1,700 calories is a calorie deficit and you're not losing there for four weeks, Drop it down. Try to maybe take it down to about 1550, 1600, something like that. And often it's just a small bump can then lead to momentum again. But as I said, this podcast is about fast fat loss strategies. And fast fat loss means actually losing body fat. So don't wait months to track and do everything right and not lose because just because you're doing everything right, you go in the gym, you're hitting your calories, hitting your macros. Sometimes you're just actually utilizing the wrong calories. And that's why you need to make changes. If you're not losing after three, four weeks, 
probably strong chance the calories are off and then you need to reduce the calories to continue create a calorie deficit. So that's the main takeaway, guys. It might be seem really dry, your TDAE, but this is real foundation to allow you to actually lose weight because sometimes adherence is the issue, like we spoke about in the first episode about kryptonite. But sometimes you're doing everything right and not losing, and that often comes back to a data standpoint. You may have just incorrectly estimated your calories through the calculator, and so you're doing everything right, but you're just not actually doing the numbers that you actually need to. So I hope that gives you guys a bit of understanding of really analyzing when you're using the TDE calculator. It's in my on my Instagram, guys. Um, go into my Instagram bio, and it's a free TDE calculator link. And use it, try it. And this is what I use, exactly what I use with my pro clients, my all my advanced clients I privately train, exact formulas I use is the formula that you'll get for free um, on my Instagram. So check it out. And then again, if you're not losing, don't be scared to make changes. Understand that TDE is not always a fixed target. It can be moving, it's a range understand that things will impact it and understand that taking into account number one imperial versus metric system you need to understand number two your activity level get that right and then number three body fat try and choose a higher level up if you're really unsure i'd rather you be slightly above than below and with that guys i hope that gives you a bit of um, insight fast fat loss doesn't again We'll get to the fancier stuff, but fast fat loss comes down to actually being a calorie deficit. We need to get you in a calorie deficit. We need to get you adherence. That's why the first episode was about adherence, figuring out why you often fall off the wagon. This episode is about actually, before you even get started on your fat loss journey, ensure that your calorie targets that you're going to be using are correct. You get those two right. You get adherence correct, and then you get actual calculations of numbers correct then boom you're in a position to start losing fat quickly fast fat loss doesn't necessarily come from being in a super huge deficit it actually comes from sticking to an actual calorie deficit so as always thank you so much guys as if you enjoy this episode please leave a five star rating and share to your audience and whenever you're hearing this guys the phoenix method my brand new massive challenge experience something i've been working on for months and months and months launches tomorrow today's the march 12th so that launches um monday the 13th of march guys so whenever you listen to this go check that out on my website i think you'll love it all right guys thanks as always talk to you soon